our lives will serve the Lord everlasting. Our house will serve the Lord, that's why the pot is casting. Working these digital grounds like farmers. Looking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor. Mindset against the devil. Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle. Footsteps in Jesus, footprints is where we stand. Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand. We stand up for his spirit in these times. When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah. Welcome to the Living in the Light podcast, a podcast show that is dedicated to teaching you basic Bible principles to live everyday life through everyday situations. I'm your host, David Akins, and I want to thank you for tuning in, and I'm looking forward to breaking bread with you as we go into our message. Have a blessed day. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask that as we go into your word, Lord, that As we open up your word, that you would give us the words to be able to understand what needs to be said. I ask that you would direct and move, Lord, as you see fit. Give us the words to talk about as you see fit, Lord. Let us not talk about our own selfish values, but Lord, let us be able to hold your word and the people that you put in our lives of value and honor. Father, I ask this right now in Jesus' name. Amen. What does it really mean to honor someone? Do we really know how to honor someone in our lives? Do we really hold people of high esteem in our lives? And if we do, how do we do it? Have you ever just had a moment in your life where you're trying to figure out what's going on? Have you ever thought about, do I really hold things of value or am I just saying it in motion? Do I set forth a path that I say one thing and do another thing? Can you imagine if you grew up in a family and because you're not, You don't have the same mother, yet we share the same father, you're rejected. How does that make you feel? So many times we look at life through a window that's broken. Instead of trying to look through a window that needs to be repaired. We're all broken individuals. But we don't understand that when we reject people in our lives that it does have an effect. And sometimes we don't think of rejection as, oh, I'm, I didn't mean to, I just didn't want to be bothered. But sometimes when we reject people in our lives, it hurts. And it hurts. And we don't think that it does. We don't think that rejection has any big role, but it does. See, when you reject people, it sends forth a cataclysmic moment in their lives. It's a chaotic moment. It's like, Wow, I'm not good enough. You make it feel like I'm not a part of you. In today's society, we would say, wow, because I'm not of this group, you isolate me, you reject me, and I'm no good to you, and I'm ran off. We think about racism. We think about the biasism. I like to look at it as our biases. Our biases and our trained way of doing things have set us in the path that we've been on as a country, as a whole, as individuals. Have you ever rejected somebody just because they're not of your line or they weren't from, they didn't come from your upper end? A lot of people didn't realize it was that when we look at Judges chapter 9, you would look at the story of Gideon. When you looked at Gideon, or it would later become Jeroboam, 
when you look at Gideon, you would find that he was from the weakest family. But yet when his sons rejected their brother, they acted like, you know, we're of top esteem. No, they were of low esteem. When they came up, they came up. They were the weakest family there. Gideon was too afraid to do anything. He was a coward half of the time. He was afraid of the people around him, even doing the work of God. So the Lord had gave him confidence. See, we can look at it and say, you know, forget where our humble beginnings were. See, what happened is that Gideon may have ensured his children to sit back and say, hey, you know what? This is your brother. They knew it was his brother, but when their father had died, they rejected him because he wasn't of their household. They had the same father, but a different mother. And because the mother was of a slave, he was of devalue. So because of their devalue and their rejection of something led to their own destruction. See, so many times in our lives, instead of honoring those that are in our lives as who they are and not putting them down and judging them and casting them out because they're not of the statue that you want them to have, it leads to our own works and our own works being destroyed. See, what they didn't have in plan was that the fact that they would have known that their reaction would have led to their own destruction. I don't think they would have made that decision. It would leave one brother running for his life and hiding somewhere else and the other ones cast it off. See, they didn't know that their own reactions can leave a chain reaction. See, when they started to reject one person out of anger, he went back to his family, not knowing that his family was actually the place where you live. Imagine you rejecting somebody and their family is the ones that are the ruling are the ruling bodies of that area. Yet his mother was a slave. See, Ambulish, his mother was a slave. And he was rejected by his brothers, yet they shared the same lineage. Instead of him being at least welcome in or acknowledged, they ran him off because they said, you're worthless, you're the son of a slave. But yet you're my brother. Their reaction set forth a reaction that they couldn't handle. Because when he came back, he came back with the hurt and the pain of being rejected. And he slaughtered him. With one brother running away and one leaving a parable. If you thought you did was right before us. But at the same time, their reactions came back on their own heads. The lineage of Gideon was destroyed. One son was left hiding in this another city because of fear of his brother. All the rest of it. Imagine being so mad that you would raise up and you would slaughter all your brothers. Step up and become king. The exact same thing that Gideon which didn't want to do. He said, no, we'll never rule over you guys. But one son would step up and do it. This is us at times. When we look at the book of Judges, if we look at it as a whole, we see ourselves. Because there are times we don't honor folk. We don't honor the work that people have done in our lives. And because of that, we devalue them. And we hurt them. How many times have you looked at someone and they've done so much for you, but yet you have not even gone out your way to help them in anything or take them somewhere or treat them to something or just try to figure out a way or just spend the time getting to know them as a person. Imagine we cast aside our family because they're old. I understand if you can't properly take care of them, you put them in a care facility where they can give them the proper care. But imagine casting somebody off because they're not of usable use for you. This is us. We cast off lives like it's usable use for us. We are blind to it. If we took an extreme example would be the shootings in the schools. 
there's mass shootings going on in the schools, but yet there were shootings in the 80s in the schools and it wasn't a big thing. It's because it happened in one environment. It's something in America where we live at, where I live at, that if a shooting happens in the inner city, it's just a shooting. But it happens in the suburbs, it's a mass hysteria. Kids are coming to school and shooting up people. Is that the norm? Well, they were doing it in the 80s. But because it was in, in a certain area, it didn't matter. Gang violence has been going on for a long time. Mass shootings happening because of gang violence. Those areas, it doesn't matter. And the same way we find in the book of Judges chapter 9 is the way we do people. Because if they're not of a certain area, it's not worthy of it being a traumatic event or it's a catastrophe. This is us. How long will we always have a deaf ear to not honoring those? And what honoring does is it ends the racism. It ends the over biasisms that we have. Imagine because I'm a son of a slave, I can't be acknowledged as your brother. I have to go be cast off somewhere. The acknowledgement. Being let known that you're not good enough. Those things lead to our own destruction, our own fighting, our own bickering. If we just honor the people around us, how much better would we be? Take the time and look at yourself and ask God to help you to honor those around you. You know, maybe it's a small thing. We think about, well, I honor everybody. I honor my mom. I honor my dad. But really, did you honor them? To honor them is to hold them in a high value. Would you do things that would dishonor them or disrespect them? Would you? I mean, we have to be truthful about ourselves. Would you do something to disrespect somebody else? Would you? I don't do this in my house because I don't want to disrespect my parents. Even though they're not here. Because you honor the, what they have fought to do for you. You hold their practice and value. Do we really even do that anymore? Think about the standards and the values that those have fought for us to have. And by honoring them is keeping them. We say we honor God, but yet it's with lip service. I love you, Lord, but yet we screw up. How many times do we ever come back and repent? How many times do we ever take the time and just honor his word as it really is? And just step out on it. Honor is something that we need to learn to do and work at it every day. As we honor those in our lives, we find ourselves doing better. We end the racism. We end the selfishness. We take away the, the ability for some of these little hidden things that our flesh loves to do, argue, fight, be bitter with people, we lose that. Somebody ahead of you have paved the way for you. And by honoring them, and whatever means it may be, I don't know how your honoring is to somebody compared to whatever it may be. You know, your honoring may be, hey, I'll, I'll go and spend time with that person. Maybe, maybe I might just learn from that person. You know, honor them. You know, honor your mother, honor your father. We live in a time where most people don't. Their parents will be struggling and they'll look at them like they're crazy. Take the time and honor those things that God has put in your life. The people, places, things. And respect them. Hold them a value. And put them in a special place in your heart. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you for this message that you allowed me to deliver to your people. It may not be the normal message that we like to hear, but it's just a simple message, Lord. 
about honoring and talking about things, Lord. I pray, Lord, that each person that hears this message is blessed. They're held up by it, Lord, and they're able to deal with it, Lord, and they're able to understand what is going on in their lives. I pray, Lord, that each person, Lord, that that hears it, takes the time to look back at the book of Judges, chapter 9, Lord, and they see that the reactions of their brothers caused one brother to do what he did, yet at the end, they all wound up, it all, it led to their all, to their destruction. So, Father, thank you for each person, Lord, that has given their heart to you today, Lord, for each person, Lord, that is surrendering their will to you, learning to honor the people in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Just remember, as a close, quick close up, when we honor people, we take them as a, at value. Always value those in your life. Don't shortchange a person because of who they are. Honor them. We find that when the Bible was short, wasn't short of biasism. You know, the fancy word is biases. It's our biases that we have that helps us, that stops us from preventing honoring people, acknowledging who they are. Think about it. Have we really honored somebody? Have you ever made somebody feel uncomfortable, even though you're like, oh, they did such a great job, but when you come to them, they couldn't really honor? Even when it came to honoring people who had done great things in our country at a point in time, but because of their skin color, they weren't allowed in places to get the full honor. Or they came to get honored, but they had to go through the back door. They weren't allowed in the front. In the same way, we repeat the same pattern in our lives. Maybe not to to that extreme, but we do it for people that have come into our lives. And we even do it to ourselves because we can't even really honor ourselves. Take the time to start loving yourself. Get up in the morning. Make your bed up. Get up. Do some stretches. Do something for yourself in the morning. Make it your goal to honor somebody else and put somebody else above you each and every day. Make it your goal. Get up and just pray. Lord, help me not to... Not to dishonor anybody, but honor those that you put in my path. And work at it. Whatever we pray about, work at it. Make it your goal to honor those that are in your life. Make it your goal to honor yourself. And honor the things that you've learned. And honor those that have helped you along the way. Even if it's just whatever it may be. The way you know how. Honor. Take God's word at its honor. Because how can you do right by God if you can't honor the things that he put in your life? As you read chapter 9, you will find that he, he says that. He's like, if you've done right by Gideon and by God. Because when we're not doing right, when it comes to be tested, our works burn. We get frustrated because we really don't honor the people around in our lives. Take the time and honor those. That honored you by paving a way for you. We live in, if you live in America or you live in whatever country you're in, somebody has paid a price for you to be there. And somebody's paid a price for you to have what you have. And as children, if you're listening, honor your parents because they paid a price for you to get somewhere in your life. And if you're with your, if it may not, your parents might be maybe your grandparents or uncles or aunts, or whatever. They paid a price for you to get there. So honor them by doing the best that you can do. honor them for what they've done for you never let a person who has done something for you great to help you get somewhere and you never even honor them you never even tell them thank you you never do anything for them it would be like this person paved the way for me it would be like how would you and then how would you feel if 
you made it so somebody could have something and they never came back to say thank you. To me, I think that is like one of the worst feelings in the world to say, I've done all this for this person and help them get there. And they never came back to say thank you or they never honored them. It becomes a nightmare. Because it'll look like, oh, they helped you to get there and without them being there, you wouldn't even made it. Matter of fact, you'd be somewhere else. So maybe we need to start making things right with the people around us so that God can honor us. Maybe some of the frustrations you have in your life is because you really haven't honored those that you're supposed to. And you're frustrated because when you see them, they make you mad or you're asking you to do things and you're like, ah, oh, you don't want to because you're frustrated because you really don't honor them and hold them in value for what they've done for you. You just see them as a problem or they're not. But they paved the way for you to get somewhere. That's the biggest thing that we have in this country and all around the world is that we don't really honor the people who have done things for us. We don't hold their values and, and values. We just create our own values. And they were that was then, but yet their practices got you where you were. And on that note, y'all have a blessed and wonderful thank you for once again checking in for Living in the Life Life Lessons. Our lives will serve the Lord everlasting Our house will serve the Lord, that's why the pot is casting Working these digital grounds like farmers Looking in the light, Ephesians 6 with the body armor Mindset against the devil Luke 9 carrying the cross with every struggle Footsteps in Jesus, footprints is where we stand Firm foundation is where we walk, not sinking sand We stand up for his spirit in these times When he speaks a word, giving sight to the blind like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. One more time. Like fishing lines, our cares we cast. This is the Living in the Light podcast. Yeah, Living in the Light podcast. Yeah.